So, if you did not go back and listen to last week's episode, which is based off a um, interview that my friend Stephanie has sent me, it's called The Biggest Dating Problem, Why 80% of People Can't Find Love, with Stephanie and Lewis. And so it's basically two two guys just having a genuine, transparent, transparency um, conversation about relationships. And this is just a couple of notes that I took from the interview, and I'm just sharing my perspective of what that meant to me while listening to the interview. And last week I shared a little bit of the clip, and I also will share another little bit of the clip. Um, in this podcast to give you a taste of um, some of the things they were talking about and to encourage you to go and listen go listen or watch it for yourself um so last week I I I have 20 like bullet points um that I got from watching the interview and so last week I did 10 this week is going to be the uh, other half of the 10 but before I go in, starting from number 11, I'll recap the previous ones that I did last week from the uh, interview. So the first one was don't be emotional invested. Um, basically, if it's, if you don't have a connection or that's not the one, when you are emotionally connected with someone, it's hard to get out of that situation. Number two was healing eliminates toxic behaviors um which that was just basically um when you're in a relationship or any type of relationship it doesn't have to be romantic but um to heal yourself from that relationship um so it's like don't go if you're still hurt from a previous relationship friendship or whatever the case may be in your situation um take the time to heal and healing doesn't have a time frame you heal at your own pace because once you learn from those previous um, experiences, you will notice toxic behavior in future relationships. So that's how you can avoid toxic behavior. So that was number two. Number three was don't be afraid to heal. Basically saying, you know, healing makes you face your truth. And sometimes people do not want to em- embrace that experience because they have to look themselves in the mirror and they are afraid to do that so they stay in toxic behaviors number four was knowing your purpose and having and and having a a partner that aligns with with you so um basically saying he was basically saying that from a male's perspective but i i just i know he was saying this in general if you know your your purpose in life and your values in life you want to find a partner that aligns with that and adds to that and adds to what you you are pursuing your your purpose because if you are passionate about something and you don't have a partner that supports you in that way it 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 probably won't work out because y'all will always bump heads um and then number five which i thought was very um powerful and important when you are dating um to have a connection chemistry and i had a hard time saying this word last week um compatibility oh i said thank you jesus um i have compatibility because sometimes you can um he gave an example of people that's prearranged and i use the example of 
uh, astrology signs like you know some signs will say oh you're perfect with this person or y'all a match and that shows compatibility but when you meet in person it might not be chemistry or you might have chemistry and compatibility but y'all don't have a strong connection so it's very hard to find all three and when you do find all three hold on to it baby um number six is take accountability um do not play the victim in situations um yes that person might have did you wrong or uh, said some things that might did some you know damage or you know hurt you in different ways but you also need to take accountability of if you ignored red flags um what you contribute to it i'm not saying that you know what they did was not right but i mean what was wrong or whatever the case is but take accountability for your actions i gave an example um of a previous relationship yes that person might have hurt my feelings but i also have to admit that um my behavior and, and how i uh allowed something so taking accountability and number seven was there's a difference between disagreements and arguing um it's okay when you're in um a relationship or with or whoever you with or friendships or whatever the type of relationship it is it is okay to have a disagreement because we're not made to all think the same we're not made to have the same opinions and perspectives that's the beauty of um having your own opinion and um, knowing other people's perspectives because either you agree with it or it might open your eyes to something different so and you cannot belittle or um disregard somebody else's uh, opinion or, or how they feel about a situation because they don't um, agree with you you could either agree or to disagree but at the end respect each other's opinion and don't be in an argument because in an argument you're trying to prove your point and to prove your point and make them believe what you believe and that's not healthy um, I also said that in my future relationship, in my future husband, um, I do not want us to go to bed angry at each other. We might have a disagreement. That's fine. But I wouldn't want us to go to bed angry with each other because that starts messing with my dreams, messing with my emotions, and I ain't trying to wake up with that same energy that we had the night before. So that was that. And then number eight was guarding your heart can be um, a hindrance. Ooh, baby, that touched me because I guard mine. <laughs> I guard mine. And it, and he was basically saying in an interview that um, guarding your heart is good when you are uh, protecting yourself from toxic behaviors and toxic relationships but it's a hindrance when you really find someone or the people around you really love you and really care for you and want to be there for you but your guard is up and you and you're not receiving any you're not allowing them to love you um i think i admit in there that i said that's probably like one of my fears like because i guard my heart baby because my heart is in god's hands god's hands oh you heard of my vocals but anywho um, that's one of my fears that I guard my heart and I, cause I, I, I love me, <laughs> I love me. So why would I not protect me? Okay. But, um, I, uh, I say, I, I fear that because when that person do come, 
I want to be able to open up and let that guard down. And I just pray that God will open my hands and open his hands to the right one. So that was that. And number nine was don't dwell in your mistakes, which a lot of times people do. And I was one of those people that um, I used to look back at my past experiences and be like, dang, I should have did this better. It was like I was always in the shoulda, coulda, woulda behavior. Um, And then I I, I learned that um, my life experiences are my personal life lessons. It's up to you to learn from your mistakes and use them as your life lessons to make better choices in your life or you can um, stay in the past, stay in the cycle of beating yourself up and being hard on yourself and um, and not evolving and growing in the way that you you could because um, when you're dwelling in your past and your mistakes you're you're stuck in the past <laughs> basically and you're not seeing the future you're not seeing the lesson that you need to learn from that experience so I just that's how I took it but anywho and then the last one was number 10 be your authentic self which I felt was very important because I feel nowadays that people do not know how to be them true self I feel a lot of uh, people don't go in dating or in any type of situation going in being themselves because they may be afraid that you know people won't be they won't accept them or people might judge them or they going in to please the other person so they can have somebody to be with well baby I can honestly say that I've been me since the day I came out of my mama okay (laughs) um I have not and will not allow myself to um transform who I'm genuinely am to appeal to appeal a pleasing to someone else not to friends not to family not to someone I might be dating I, I'm not going to do that and that's why it's important to be yourself because you want the person to be in love with you and I believe I mentioned in that episode that um I don't like that that um that we're saying that you know women should uh well should you know be be uh don't show their true self until they're married that doesn't make any sense to me or or be a trophy wife until you no 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 no. i'm beautiful baby but i ain't no trophy wife um and i feel like i what you what you get is what you're gonna receive i feel like that's a trick um if if you can't be yourself with the person you love I'm not about to wait until marriage to show who I am. I'm going to show who I am from the day you meet me. Okay? So that was that. So that was just a recap of last week of the list um, from 1 through 10. And then today, I'm going to do 11 through 20. So before I do that, um, I found where I stopped at in the last clip that I shared on um what I'm trying to say. Oh, what what I shared last week, the clip that I shared of the interview, and now I will share another part 
of it. The continuing part of President's it. Day but hold on. Month month. That is the the commercial. So I don't want y'all to hear that. Just like with Betty. If a woman understood X about a man, they would be happy in their relationship. The simplicity of a man, they would be happy. (laughs) (laughs) If a woman understood the simplicity of a man, they would be happy in their relationship. Yes. They would have less stress, they would have less arguments, they would have less pain, suffering. Yes. What does it mean to be the simplicity of a man? So there's a few things. One, a lot of women overthink and overanalyze in their relationship. And so a simple example I gave in one of my videos is like, let's say a guy says, she said, ask the man, what do you want for your, your birthday? And he says, listen, just, let's just watch a movie together, have some pizza, drink some liquor, I'm good. Have some sex, that's all I need for the night. And the woman thinks, let me get him a walk. No, I didn't ask for that. Exactly. Like, it's so simple. He's telling you exactly what he wants. The words coming out of his mouth are it's what he means. The problem is so many women have been conditioned to dealing with liars and manipulators. Dealing with men who are playing games that when they are with a good man who's being forthcoming and honest, they don't want to take that. And also because women are very, they're in the details, all right? So they, they are going to see what you need. They're going to analyze and say, okay, I can get this for him. They're, they're more thoughtful in their approach. They go deeper, which is why they become so frustrated with us because we don't. When we don't understand that when they said, I'm okay, that they really weren't okay, that bothers them. When they told us we don't want anything for Valentine's Day, but they really wanted something and we didn't get that, that bothers them because it's like, why aren't we looking deeper? Why aren't we learning them and being more in tune with them? Because that's how they are with us. Mm. And so again, it's a disconnect that we operate very differently, but if they would just understand, we're very simple. And the man who wants to be with you, who wants to love you is being very plain and clear. And if you would just honor and accept that, it would make things so much easier. And if a man knew X about a woman, they would have a happy life. What's the right word? (laughs) (laughs) It it really goes back to understand that her emotions, I'm trying to find the right way to phrase this, but it's really understanding the emotional side of the woman. And what I mean by that is, again, if you're with a woman, let's say you guys are walking down the street and she says, I don't feel safe right now. All right. To a man, we may analyze this, the, the area and say, well, there's nothing of danger here. What's your problem? You're crazy. No, don't do that. If she says, I don't feel safe, you have to understand that's how she feels. That's her emotion right now. And her emotion is reality to her. She may not be able to explain it. It may be something within her, within her spirit. But as men, we make a mistake of dismissing it because it doesn't line up with our logic. And now it's, you're crazy, you're this, you're that, rather than no. Try to understand, she's feeling like this for a reason. And even if we can't always explain it, honor it. 
Now, the man's concern is, well, now she can manipulate you and play you because even when it doesn't make any sense, she can say, I feel this way. But if you're with a good woman and she's been good to you in every other way, why question that she's playing games now? Give her the benefit of the doubt. So I think if we would just learn to embrace what, what her emotions are at the moment, we would be able to have more peace. Because again, a lot of fights come from you're trying to force your logic onto her. She's trying to tell you how she mm. feels right now. Right. And it's like this. No, meet her where she's feeling right now. Acknowledge that. Say, okay, you know what? I understand it. Let's handle it from that perspective. Why is it so hard for her? Okay, so that was um, a little bit of the um, interview with uh, Stefan and Lewis. Um, and I just I can watch this interview all day because it, it just speaks so true and I think that's how um, it connects to what my number 10 was with being your authentic self if you are two people who are true to themselves that means you can be true to each other and I love how he explains um the different perspectives for a man's point of view and a woman's point of view, and which I do agree. And so that's why I feel like communication is very important in relationships so you will have that understanding of each other. So now, going to number 11, which kind of connects to what we just listened to, where it says, um, expectations kills appreciation. When he said that in the interview, um, he didn't say it in the clip that I shared, but if you go and listen to the whole uh, interview, you'll you'll hear it. And when he said that, I was just like, that makes a lot of sense. Um, when he says expectations, he's not talking about the expectations of being respectful. That should be automatic, you know. Um, but setting false expectations on your partner or who whoever you're in a relationship um kills um appreciation because you you the say for example okay valentine's day is coming up i'm not really big on valentine's day but i'm going to use it don't get me wrong will i appreciate if i get a gift yes but what i'm saying is like on valentine's day a lot of women who are in relationships maybe might um expect a certain gift or anything I don't know right but if you don't verbally express what you want or how you want it that man or whoever your partner is that woman is going to do from their perspective of what it is that you want them to do in the best way that they can and if it doesn't fit your image that you probably had in your head then you you won't appreciate their delivery of it so that's why i don't really set expectations um i have learned that when you are dating someone or getting to know someone yes i have um i don't want to say the general uh expectations of like respect um you know treat me uh you know i don't i don't want to say general but it's like i'm just gonna say respect i expect respect 
hands down. That's like the umbrella for everything. But I don't go in with expectations for that person because I'm still getting to know that person. I don't know what they're capable of or what they will want to do. Um, I have learned that when you set expectations, it's like you're setting yourself up for um, disappointment because how you may envision it in your head how that person should have did this or X, Y, and Z, and they don't execute with how you want it done, then you don't appreciate the efforts that they did do to do or put in what they wanted to give you. So I, I, I see that. Like, I understand that. Hopefully, how I express that makes sense. But that, that to me, is very important. Um, expectation kills appreciation. And that's one of my big things. Like, I I appreciate myself, so I want my partner to appreciate me as well. So, uh, so I, I don't want to set expectations. Like, if, I, if you know I like X, Y, and Z, and you did something out of your way to give me that or to show me that, I'm going to appreciate that because I'm... I'm not looking at how it's it should look in my head or what my thoughts of. I'm looking at the time and the effort that you put in to do something for me, which you didn't have to. So that's why they say kill expectations. Um, I mean, expectations kills appreciation. Number 12, embrace differences. I think that is so important. Some people always think that, oh yeah, we like this, I like that, he like this, and why like no, I don't want somebody that likes everything I like because then I can't learn nothing. I want to be in a, a relationship or um, my future husband. I want us to constantly um, grow and constantly learn from each other and evolve. And if we are just like always the same, 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 I I'm I know myself, I get irritated. Um so embracing um, each other's differences, because um, you gotta remember, everybody grew up differently. Everybody had different type of households. Everybody had different upbringings, um, different life experiences. Um, so therefore, that may um, that that's probably why they they might do things different. You know, because this, this is how they used to do it. So embracing somebody's differences and uh, embracing um, that they don't see things the way you see things. And that, to me, that's beautiful because that might open my eyes to something else that I probably didn't know. Or it might open his eyes or, you know, or y'all might not agree, but, you know, respect the difference because... Respecting relationship is important. That's all I have to say about that. And then number 13, it said, don't suppress, but resolve it. And um, I thought that was so important. Um, and he, he uh, I believe the example he gave was like, um, say that a, a, a man 
may have an issue with porn. I believe this is the example that he gave in the interview. Um, please go back and listen for yourself. But he was saying that, say if a man has an issue with uh, uh, addiction to porn. And he says, oh, I'm not going to, you know, I don't, I won't have to worry about, uh, you know, fixing or, or, or handling the situation, uh, resolving the situation until I meet the one. So say that you're constantly still watching porn and then when all of a sudden you find that partner, you still have an addiction and you think that because once you meet this person, um, it's supposed to just automatically stop and then now you're now you're in a relationship and you're suppressing the issue and not addressing it and then maybe long later on in the relationship or the marriage it comes up so it's very important to um address your own um issues and problems that you might have um before getting in a relationship so by the time you do get in a relationship, you you resolved that that um, that situation. So instead of suppressing the issue or or making it seem like it, it doesn't that's it's nothing, or you know people that have a drinking problem, oh I'll stop drinking once I have a child, or this and this and that, and then it's just like, but you're continuing the behavior and expecting that when you have a kid, or you're expecting when you meet that person are you expecting when you get that job or whatever that it is that you'll stop and people don't realize addiction takes time to start you know addiction is is not like oh you start today you finish tomorrow no addiction is something that's been happening for years so you're expecting to break a bad habit once you meet someone that's something that you've been doing for years and that's like a false perception of what it is so you need to take that time for yourself and resolve the issue and if you find a partner during the time that is supportive and that can help you and you are willing to receive the help then take those steps to do so so that's how i took it so hopefully that makes sense um number 14 addiction is a unresolved unresolving healing I see that a lot and um, I'll be honest with myself um, uh, the people who who have an addiction to something it can be sex, it can be alcohol, it can be um, narcotics it can, whatever it is most of the time when you um, direct your your yourself to to any that 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 item or that object or that that drug to over our 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 relationships. Um, some people like to just continue to be in relationships and relationships and relationships because they don't want to deal with the pain and the hurt to to heal. So a lot of times people might just constantly get into relationships. Or they'll, you know, try to drink the pain away. Or they'll try to use any type of drugs to numb the pain away. Like, or, you know, or they'll have different sex partners just to, you know, get a moment to get away. And then reality is, it's just a moment. And you're still stuck 
with the pain and hurt. So that's why once you realize that, once you realize what your addiction is, and then once you um, understand why you were were doing it, and then you can start your healing. It's like you have to be honest with yourself and take accountability for yourself. So like I'll say for myself, I, um, I, 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 like I said, I love myself. I appreciate myself. Um, but before I got to this point in my life, I used to, um, have situationships, um, just to feel appreciated and not realizing that I was just being appreciated in that moment and not realizing that I need to start appreciating myself. So I had to analyze myself and my behaviors and my patterns of when I made those decisions, when I did that, when I went to that man, when I went to that man, when I went to that man, I had to see like why I had to notice the pattern. I was like, okay, this is a pattern. Why I keep doing this? And then I start realizing why I was doing this. I'm I was seeking the the guys for appreciation where I should have been seeking the appreciation for myself. I should have been appreciating myself, the things that I needed, I should have been doing for myself and not looking looking towards someone else to um, do that for me. So that's just how I uh, took it about um, addiction um, un, is unresolved healing. And once I noticed that, I started my healing process. I, I, I took away the toxic behavior. I took away the unhealthy patterns. And then I start, you know, healing layer by layer. I start noticing change. So, it, and, once, and I'm telling you, once you start your growth and your healing process, baby, ain't no turning back. Because it feels so good. Like, it, it feels amazing to be free in your own skin it feels amazing to have your own peace your own peace of mind and you're not concerned about what other people think or I don't feel valued because you're validating yourself so why do you need to get validation from somebody else you know what I'm saying but once you get that maybe you hold on to it I hold on to it so that's just me being transparent about how I I took that when he said about addiction is unresolved healing. And once you address the addiction, which is the pain, the hurt, past experiences, what whatever it is that you're you may be going through, or past situations or childhood situations, whatever it may be, it might be all of them, or it might just be one of them. I don't know your business, that's your business. Um but once you start to um, address it and, and 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 seek help, and sometimes I'm just gonna say this: if it's something that's really deep and you really need help, it is okay to seek professional help. To sorry, my alarm went off. It is okay to seek professional help. It is okay to see a therapist. It's okay for you to do that because sometimes. You may not feel comfortable going to a friend or a family member 
um, about some things that you've been struggling with for a while. And um, the beauty about going to see a therapist or group therapy or whatever the situation may work for you is that you're expressing yourself to someone and they don't know nothing about you so they can't go in judging you they can't go in saying x y and z about you but what they can do is identify things that you may have overlooked that that can help you start your healing journey so i just want to say that okay and then number 15 it says patience process sacrifice um I believe he was saying that in a um, about relationships that it is it, is patience. Um, you have to have patience and know that any type of relationship it, it takes a process. Like it's not it's not always rainbows and blue skies. You know, you might have your ups and downs. You have your storms. And it is it, sacrifice. And I don't mean, I don't think he was meaning like sacrifice. Like, you know, um, uh, you don't, you don't, I don't know how, to, how, how can I put it? Like he's not, he's not meaning sacrifice as far as losing yourself, if that makes sense. Like he's not saying like sacrifice yourself and lose yourself to the point where you don't know what you like and what you want because you're you're so caught up trying to please somebody but it was more so of like um making a sacrifice for the the person you make love like it may be say for example if you really cared and love for someone and y'all have the chemistry and the connection and the compatibility and say for example um they get a, a job promotion and that job promotion maybe you might stay you might live in New York just giving it this is just a random um scenario and y'all might live in New York and this person may have got a job opportunity in Texas and y'all are married say 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 y'all married and the wife has, uh, I wouldn't even say the wife, I'm gonna switch it up and say the woman. The woman has the opportunity that has her job that she, you know, they live in New York and her job opportunity is to move to um, Texas for, for this um, position. Now, depending on the couple, it can either go, um, the husband uh, has his own uh, business, so it may be easy for him to um, move to Texas, or she might make a he might make the sacrifice of moving with her to Texas, or she might make the sacrifice of um, staying instead of taking the opportunity and staying in New York. You know, depending if they have kids. I'm just giving out different scenarios. You know what I mean? Because like, in some situations, people don't move because the kids are in school. This is their last year. They're a senior. And they might pass up on opportunities for the sake of the kids. Or 
because it might be too expensive to live in New York and they, they checked out the schools and all this other stuff. So they had to make the sacrifice to move to You know, it just, that's what I took as sacrifice in that way. Not as sacrifice of losing yourself and not doing what, and still being yourself. Like, if that makes sense. Like, you're, you're making a sacrifice, but you're still yourself and you're, you're not being manipulated to feel less than. So I hope that little scenario was helpful, hopefully. Um, I hope I don't hear them dogs in the back, but uh, if y'all do, where I stay, I have a dog park, and they be having their dogs, they be walking their dogs, and they have their dogs outside. So if you hear barking, that's what that is. Um, number 16. You can't look over red flags. Woo, baby. Um, there has been some times where we overlook red flags because we are looking at the potential of a partner and that potential doesn't mean shit if that person that you're dating, your partner, um, doesn't see the potential in themselves and they're working towards that potential you see. That to me is, I learned, is a red flag. Just because you see the potential, that doesn't mean you have to stay in the situation if that person doesn't see the potential in themselves and is working towards it. Hopefully that makes sense. Um, I feel a lot of times um, people think because um, or um, that's that, that's just that's just one where you see potential and so that's the reason why you're staying because you invested so much time in this person and all this other stuff and reality is is that you see this potential you're investing in him but the real thing is is this person investing in themselves do they see their own potential to invest in themselves and make those moves that they need to better themselves? That's where I feel like a lot of people go wrong. You thinking that you can do a Build-A-Bear. I ain't no Build-A-Bear. If you don't see it, and then, and if I try to encourage you with, you know, positivity, or I might, you know, show you, hey, they have this, they have that, or, you know, this program helps with this, whatever that idea that you might like, and you disregarded you don't even try baby I ain't wasting my time I'm out of there it's like baseball one two three strikes you're out at the old ball game okay um also red flags to me is um a person who doesn't I was dating someone and you don't value my opinion like Anything that I express that I feel, I'm crazy. That doesn't make sense. Red flag. Because if you don't understand how I feel, that doesn't mean I'm crazy and it doesn't make sense or what I feel, it doesn't, I'm tripping. No, I'm a type of person. I'm very transparent. If I express myself and then when I'm expressing myself, something that you don't understand, ask me. Okay, say, Oh, you said X, Y, and Z. What do you mean by that? Um, you're like, oh, this is what I mean by that. And then I could probably give an example of an incident that I felt that way. 
you know so that to me is a red flag when you don't um when you don't appreciate me and my thoughts and my opinions um it's a lot of different red flags everybody's situation is different but that was just my two my two cents of expressing how I feel about that so as women and as men um don't ignore the red flags and know that love bombing is real if they is love bombing early 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 in the dating phase and you barely even know them you don't even know their mama's name their daddy's name if they got any siblings you don't know any of their close friends Slow it down, baby. Slow it down. Okay. And number 17. Love is not enough. That touched me. Because in this world, we'd be like, love is all you need. That's a lie. Because, don't get me wrong, love, power of love is amazing. But when it comes to relationships, um, it can be tricky. Um, and I don't want to say tricky, but they can, you can love somebody and they cannot, and they won't be ready for your love. If that makes sense. That's how I like to be. Because love is not enough. You can love somebody, you can treat that person so good, um, and all this other stuff, like you're doing X, Y, and Z for them. And you're showing them your love. You not just physically showing them your love, with your actions, with your emotions, with your time and your effort, and you're you're showing that. And if that person doesn't appreciate that or value that, that is an example of your love is not enough. That person is not ready to receive your love. Or because of their past experiences or whatever they have been going through, they can't receive your love. And and that's what he means by your love is not enough. Your love can't change people. Okay? Because the only love that can do that is God. And baby, we are not God. And so I'm not going to put myself in that position to do so. But I can love you, but I can't continue to put myself in a position where I don't have that power to love you in that way to make you change. Only God can do that. I can only do so much. So if that is showing that you are not ready for that, I have the right to remove myself from that situation and heal from that situation so when the time comes when I meet that person, I'm healed and that person can receive my love. But I'm not going to continue to be in a, in a relationship where that person is showing me that my love is not enough for them. And I'm not going to put myself in God's position because his love is the only love that can change people. My love is a reflection of his, a reflection, not his, a reflection. Understand the difference, baby. Okay. Number um, 18. 18, 18, 18, 18. 
is um, willing to embrace each other's wants and desires in any um, and I gotta move this so I can see. Um, willing to embrace each other wants and desires can be vulnerable. That is important. Um, you want to be in a relationship where you feel comfortable enough to be vulnerable. Um, when you feel comfortable to be vulnerable, it, it's okay to express your, your wants and your desires to your, your, your partner because how they feel and what they need in a relationship is important to you and vice versa. Um, I think he gave an example of um, like uh, he he says in, in the interview he says he's not a good planner of like vacations and stuff like that so he says that if he was to get with a, a, a woman who is that's an issue for her he's not he, he wouldn't he wouldn't pursue that relationship because he know himself well enough to know that um, that that will become an issue because that's this part of his character that's just that's something about him that he he knows he's not good at and he says that if she is a woman who who respects that understands that like because he, he says he's a person that he's not a planner but if she was to come up with a plan saying like hey we want to go to i don't know jamaica for two weeks and and stay here and here he said he's the type of person that would just give her the car and say book it book the flight book the hotel book everything I'm like, hey, baby, I'm here. <laughs> I'm that girl. <laughs> I can be it. <laughs> okay. But um, just saying, so that's like what's so important about understanding who you are. Um, so you can express your wants and your desires. Like for me, in my past, I'm a God-fearing woman. I am a Christian. Um, but in my past, I wasn't putting that at the top. I was just like, ah, oh, they know God, whatever. You know, I'm still messing with them. Well, now, I mean, being older and all the past experience that I have, that is at the top, baby. Um, I need a man that is a God-fearing man, not just somebody that says, you know, um, you know, God knows me. No, I need a man who has a personal relationship with God who studies the word of God, who can pray for me, who can uplift me with scripture. It don't have to be word for word, but baby, you better know some scripture. You better know how to pray for me. And you better have a personal relationship with God and that you're constantly working on yourself because that's what I'm doing. Okay? So that's something I have to express when I'm dating. So that's just an example, hopefully that makes sense. Okay. Um, number 19. Experience love fully. That to me was like powerful. Like if you meet that person and you have that connection, you have that chemistry, and you have um, the compatibility and and the the feeling mutual like it's y'all on the y'all align together dive in baby go all in like 
do the full experience and let that experience continue on and on and on throughout your life and so god says hey one gotta go until then embrace love constantly that's how i took that and then number 20 experience life and people be like yeah i do experience life no 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 experience life live in the moments enjoy everything understand that everything has a reason a place and a purpose in your life and embrace it um we have lived in a time where we know that tomorrow is not promised and a blink of an eye you can be gone um so experience life travel if you can't afford to travel to places save up for it and explore your hometown um don't be the things that you are afraid of face it embrace it like if you afraid to fly or you afraid to face your fears experience life that's that's you know i don't know if it's a bucket list thing i don't care just experience life and don't allow downfalls to stop you from loving yourself being yourself and living that's all i have to say so that was it for today's episode of part two of the biggest dating problems why 80 percent of people can't find love with stefan and lewis um that was just my personal notes that i took from the interview i will also put the link in um the description also if you just go to youtube and type in the biggest dating problems why 80 percent people can't find love um it will pop up or you can copy the link and put it in the youtube um search bar and it will also pop up that way if you want to go back and listen so thank you for your time and i will catch you next saturday and this is your girl queen sassy shoemate this is the golden conversation i'm your chocolate job of truth and remember no regrets just life lessons love y'all